Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Romeo and Juliet. The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. If you're offended easily, then this isn't the love story for you. Part 1 Alright, let me set the scene for you and cut for a lot of this Shakespeare bullshit language too. We're in Verona, Italy. There are two households, both pretty similar sets of geezers and girls. Now you know when you kind of hate someone, but it's not full-blown hate. Well, that's where they started. But now they hate each other's guts, like fucking proper hatred. A violent sort of hate. Now there's two children. One is called Romeo, and the other one is called Juliet. At this stage of the story, Shakespeare doesn't know about hashtag spoiler alert. He goes and blurts out what happens. Bit like myself, really. But we won't be doing that, because telling you that... This is the story of how they fall in love and commit suicide. Just ruins it. Oh, fucking hell. What have I done? So early on as well. I know I'd fucking ruin it. Anyway, on with the story. The two households I mentioned earlier, one was the house of Capulet. Is that Capulet? C-A-P-U-L-E-T. To me, it reads Capulet, but it could be Capulet. Yeah, could be. I'm going to call it Capulet just because it sits better. Anyway, so the two households I mentioned earlier, one was the house of Capulet and the other was the house of Montague. All right so far? All good. Right. Samson and Gregory were from the Capulet house and were walking along the street talking of their hatred for the house of Montague. They hated their guts, they hated their wives, their children, their stupid little haircuts. They hated the fashion they wore, despite it being the same as theirs. And they hated their dogs, too. One of those dogs from the Montague house can make me angry, said Samson. Angry enough that you'll run away and hide, taunted Gregory. Oh no, said Samson. If one of those dickheads passes me in the road, I won't move. I'll make him walk in the gutter. That'll show him. The quarrel is between our masters and us, their men, said Gregory proudly. Tis all one. I will show myself a tyrant, said Samson, still trying to sound hard. When I have fought with the men, I will be cruel with the maids and cut off their heads. I don't know if he talks like this, this bloke, but it just 
sits right. Anyway, we carry on. Samson and Gregory saw two men coming towards them. Uh, it was Abraham and... <laughs> fucking who? It was Abraham and Balthazar from the Montague house. But perhaps, thankfully for Samson, no dogs. They drew their swords, but at the same time, didn't want to break the law by starting a fight. Instead, they would frown upon them as they passed by. Fucking pansies. At this point, I need to explain something. Shakespearean English had an insult where you'd bite your thumb at someone. Yeah, you fuck off, mate. <laughs> I'm biting my thumb for those that care. Uh, it's basically giving them the bird. Don't know what that means either. Uh, flipping them off. Uh, fucking them off. Yeah, you get the idea. Right, back to the story. Do you bite your thumb at us? <laughs> Fuck me, really? Is that what you did back in the day? Ah. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Shouted Abraham. I do bite my thumb, sir, retorted Samson. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Shouted... <laughs> Fucking really? <They're> really? <clears throat> okay. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Shouted Abraham once again. We could be a long fucking time if this continues. Thankfully, in the interest of time, Samson turned and quietly asked Gregory if the law was on their side if he said yes. Gregory said it was not, and Samson quickly backtracked. No, sir, I do not bite my thumb at you. I am biting my thumb, but not at you. Do you want some? <laughs> do you want some? Asked Gregory to his Montague enemy. Fight? No, sir, came the response. Don't know if I'm getting these accents around the right way, but let's carry on. Well, my boss is better than yours. It really was a childish squabble. But soon, the swords were drawn and a fight finally broke out. I imagine it was one of the shittest fights you've ever seen in your life. But at least they got there, right? Pod fools, came the booming voice. This was a bloke named Ben. Now, I haven't read on to know who the fuck he is yet, so let's find out together, shall we? You know not what you do, he continued. <clears throat> At this point, there's more fighting, this time with a bloke named Tybalt. It's like fucking Piccadilly Circus with everyone turning up. At this stage, everyone piles in. Some citizens come in, Montague and Lady Montague join in. Capulet and Lady Capulet are there too. It's a proper fucking party. A shout of, You rebels, enemies of the peace, stopped everyone in their tracks. Prince Aeschylus entered with his escort. I didn't think they drove back then. On pain of torture, throw your mistempered weapons to the ground, he demanded. And like naughty school kids, they all dropped their weapons. He laid down the law. If you ever disturb our streets again, your lives shall pay the forfeit of the peace. He summoned Capulet to follow him while Montague was given an afternoon appointment for his bollocking. Now, I know what you're thinking. Firstly, who the fuck is everyone? And secondly, where's Romeo? Where's this fucking Romeo bloke? Right now, it's just a circus. <laughs> anyway, let's carry on. We'll carry on. We'll learn together. Montague asked this of Ben. Oh, where is Romeo? Saw you him today? Really? 
Saw you him today? Yeah? Okay. Saw you him today? He asks. I saw him this morning. But he saw me too and hid away. I didn't really care why. Assumed that like he just wanted some alone time or something, so I walked on. The conversation continued, revealing he'd been there many mornings, crying tears, and then later locking himself in his bedroom alone. Both myself and many other friends have tried to make him talk, claimed Montague, Romeo's dad, but to no avail. And just like that, with perfect dramatic timing, Romeo appeared. Ben took one for the team, and he said he would talk to Romeo as he asked the others to leave. Now, when I say Romeo was sad upon asking the time, he said, Sad hours seem long. Ben asked the obvious, What sadness lengthens Romeo's hours? Not having that which having... Fucking hell. Not having that which having makes them short. Not having that which makes them having... Fucking hell. Fucking... <laughs> Now, when I say Romeo was sad upon asking the time, he said, sad hours seem long. Ben asked the obvious, what sadness lengthens Romeo's hours? Not having that which having makes them short, replied Romeo. A lot of fucking use that answer is, because I'll tell you what, I, I had trouble with that paragraph. Anyway, Romeo continued to say that he was in love, but she didn't love him. Ben shed a tear for how Romeo was Tell me who you love, Romeo. She'll not be hit with Cupid's arrow. She in strong proof of chastity. What the fuck does that mean? She's made a vow to be a virgin forever. She wastes her beauty for without sex, you can't have children. Her beauty will be lost. Not to live on. At this stage, Benevolio gave the most bloke advice you could. Just don't think of her, mate. Simple. <laughs> examine other beauties basically shakespearean for get over her by getting under someone else or on top wherever you do it Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.